Welcome back to the Pumps and Systems Podcast. I'm your host, Drew Champlin, Managing Editor of Pumps and Systems Magazine. You can visit us on the web at pumpsandsystems.com. And so today we're going to be talking to Steve Taylor of John Crane, and we're going to be talking about, you know, their plenty of sealing challenges and mining operations, and we'll talk about sealing solutions for improved reliability and environmental sustainability in mining operations. This podcast is available on all podcast platforms. Please search and subscribe, Apple, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, pretty much any podcast platform you'll be able to find us. And you can also go to pumpsandsystems.com slash podcasts as well. And the podcast is sponsored by John Crane. You, you'll hear more about them as we get further into the podcast, but go visit them on the web at J-O-H-N-C-R-A-N-E.com. That's johncrane.com. So uh, let's get right into this. Uh, Steve Taylor of John Crane, how are you doing today? Great. Hi, Drew. How you doing? I'm fantastic. Uh, before we get into the meat of this operation here, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself uh, and anything you want to add about your role with John Crane, how long you've been there, how long you've been in the industry, just whatever you want to say. Uh, I've, I'm a mechanical engineer and I qualify as a veteran at John Crane. I've been here for over 30 years and 30 years of mechanical seal design and troubleshooting. I'm the Canadian mining market segment manager and I've spent a fair amount of time at the mine sites themselves and have got my hands dirty doing so. So thus here I am to talk about mining seals today. Perfect. Well, it sounds like you've got quite the experience here. So let's get right into it, Steve. Uh, what trends exist to improve rotating equipment reliability? Well, one of the newer trends we're seeing is that some mechanical seal companies are also providing managed reliability programs, including such things as condition-based monitoring, vibration analysis, oil analysis, and management programs. And these come into play in support of the move to newer sealing technologies. And we're seeing that companies with best reliability practice have maintenance costs actually in the 50% lower range than, than average performers. And we're seeing too that in review of a mine's preventive maintenance program, it can result in a 20 to 30% cost reduction without really adversely impacting plant availability and, and greater savings along with improvements to reliability are available over the long term through embedding this condition monitoring program into the maintenance process. So these programs can really improve a mine's reliability culture. And of course, beyond reliability, the goal of any supplier in the mining industry should be the improvement of environmental sustainability and carbon footprint reduction. And water conservation and more specifically the reduction of wastewater and reducing energy usage are key areas of focus and areas where new trends in sealing technology can really help and new sealing technologies like reduced flush seal designs and upstream pumping have been used with really good success to achieve these goals and the latest innovations in diamond wear face technology are game changers in the area of energy use reduction but by lowering friction losses well steve uh, which factors influence the choice of sealing for slurry pumps uh so 
what's involved in getting from packing to a nice, dry, well-behaved, reliable, water-saving mechanical seal. Let's see. There are a lot of pump applications at a mining operation, of course. And let's focus on the fun ones, our big heavy-duty slurry pumps. What's needed here? Slurry seals, these guys are almost always bigger and beefier and need more room than their puny ANSI and API cousins. But the good news is that most of the big slurry pump brand designs lend themselves quite nicely to using different sealing methods. And there are a variety of adapters and hardware available from the pump OEMs that allow the use of either pack stuffing boxes, expellers or dynamic seals, or good old mechanical seals. So all of the major slurry pump companies, they will have complementary relationships with the major mechanical seal companies. And I've actually had help with I don't know, locating flush holes from a large pump manufacturer in Wisconsin. I, I've got liner info from another in Seneca Falls or help with housings from a big one in Arizona and even stuffing box info from a well-known company in Finland. These relationships, they're very important. So typically, but not always, the entire stuffing box is removed and the seal is designed to bolt up in the same location with the help of a pump OEM adapter or one integral to the seal and supplied by the seal vendor. And this is usually quite turnkey, but if you do run into something odd, your seal technical rep can be expected to take field measurements and you know most likely get their engineers in touch with the pump company again and talk to their engineers and, and they'll come up with a plan. And now a word from our sponsor. John Crane is a global leader in rotating equipment solutions, supplying engineered technologies and services to process industries. The company designs and manufactures a variety of products, including mechanical seals and systems, couplings, filtration systems, and predictive digital monitoring technologies. John Crane customer service is accessed through a global network of more than 200 sales and service facilities in over 50 countries. Visit them on the web at johncrane.com. That's J-O-H-N-C-R-A-N-E.com. And now, back to the podcast. Are there considerations that we need to address with regard to the pump hardware? Well, the true pump hardware experts are, of course, the pump OEMs. And this, again, is where a healthy working relationship with these companies really proves its worth. But I have made a few general observations with regard to how slurry pump design may affect mechanical seal performance. Let's look at a couple of the easy ones here. Sleeve material. It's standard practice to replace your old worn packing sleeve when you're converting to a mechanical seal, but make sure your seal supplier cares about your sleeve material, as simple as that sounds. It, trying to attach your nice new seal to a high chrome, super hard pump sleeve with soft stainless set screws is a recipe for disappointment, which is an understatement. The most rugged high-tech seal is no good to you if it's not going to hang on for the ride. And slurry pump wear liners. 
A lot of slurry pumps allow for an open or closed liner in the area between your mechanical seal and the impeller. Now, which one is preferential with regard to seal reliability varies depending on the specific seal and application and physical space requirements, uh, erosion effects, heat removal, water use. The, these are all factors that need to be discussed between the pump, OEM, and the seal manufacturer and, and the experts at the mine. And same thing with impellers. Back pump-out veins or no back pump-out veins. Usually your seal would rather that you use an impeller without back pump-out veins. And again, the importance of this choice depends on your specific application. So have the talk. And, you know, that three-way healthy relationship with the mine experts, the pump OEM, and the seal people, very important. Well, Steve, which sealing solutions overcome reliability threats to pumps that are prone to high shaft wear and excessive leakage? Um, for sure, the single biggest sealing technology option available to the mining industry, if they want to improve pump reliability and bottom line, upgrade to mechanical seals on the pumps that are critical to operations and require the highest levels of maintenance, right? So we're talking filter feed and tailings pumps as typical examples. We've seen by, you know, simply transitioning from glam packing to mechanical seals, mining operations, they've been able to do away with daily and weekly maintenance schedules on tailings lines and, and they can run uninterrupted for 12 to 18 months or, or even enjoy multi-year runs on these filter feed pumps. And this results, you know, in significant maintenance cost savings, reduced equipment downtime, and, and big water savings. You know, in some cases we can save 120 liters per minute per pump or what's it like 30 gallons a minute per pump. Huge savings. So before we get into the details, let's just have a quick review of the mechanical seal basics before we talk about the real slurry sealing. So all mechanical seal technology relies on a very thin film of lubricant between a rotating and stationary set of very flat wear faces. Now, whether lubrication is provided by the fluid being pumped or by an introduced liquid, the consumption of this media is extremely low. And it is this set of faces that prevents what's inside a pump from escaping to the atmosphere. Seal Basics 101. And along with these faces, there are support components such as springs, O-rings, and drive mechanisms that all work together and allow the seal to, to do its sealing job. And the correct design choices and proper engineering can minimize or eliminate the need for external fresh water. So let's talk about today's subjects, slurry seals. Mining slurry, is a technically challenging application for mechanical seals. Key factors we need to address before settling on a final seal system design are solids percentage, particle hardness, and particle size, or also known as the rheology of the liquid being sealed. Rheology, new word for me, I like using it. These details are all important drivers needed when coming up with the correct seal designs. Mechanical seal manufacturers employ a lot of design features in slurry seals that are specifically meant to give seals the reliability and ruggedness required by 
the unique demanding mining conditions. So seal face designs are optimized to handle a lot of abuse when using these large rugged slurry pumps. And it's common for seal manufacturers to use premium grade silicon carbide face materials as a standard or advanced silicon carbides that use a controlled density material that is very good at scavenging water out of the slurry to keep the faces lubricated in poor running conditions. Then we have diamond. Diamond is a proven next generation technology applied to mechanical seal faces. It's a very nice add to the solutions toolbox used by seal designers. And for those of us who get excited by seal face treatments, it's really cool how this material is created and the difference it makes. Pure diamond film is grown via chemical vapor deposition on the seal face, aka CVD. This creates a chemical resistant surface that really outperforms more conventional materials when used on applications with abrasive media that see harsh conditions such as intermittent dry running. We just described a, a mining slurry pump. And this technology for sure reduces seal wear and increases your rotating equipment reliability. Diamond's very low coefficient of friction. It gives you cooler running face temperatures, which thus requires less cooling water and of course reduces power consumption. And it also has extreme chemical resistance. Some of your other design considerations unique to mining applications are the seal driving mechanisms. The seal being able to handle high torque transmission and high axial loads on these demanding applications is a must. And proper choice of spring loading. Some slurry seal designs use low modulus springs that give up to 5 sixteenths of axial tolerance. That's huge. So Impeller adjustment is a big thing on slurry pumps, and, and this allows adjusting on the fly without the need to reset the seal. And the springs on these ones are, are usually positioned within the seal such that they're protected from the product. But there's also some designs that use non-clogging cone springs that sit right in the product. And the profile of the cone spring assembly, it's been designed to remain effective and even resist scale buildup or product ingress that would make normal springs or bellows inoperable. And a few other non-seal design tips, just from my own experience, some learn the hard way, actually most learn the hard way. Um, if your mechanical seal provider is coming to site to help with install and training, which is always nice and available by, from most seal companies, it, it's important that they know these things before they get there. I, again, from my own experience, get your fitting straightened out before you get on site or, or prepare for install. Have these purchased direct from the seal vendor as a, as a kit will help. You know, having all the required pipe nipples, clamps, reducers, and plugs already in the box can save hours of running around or, or a botch job. This I know. And recognize too that you're at a remote site and you can't just run to your local machine shop if something doesn't fit. Do your homework. You're working without a net. And, and know what you're doing. Everyone is busy on site and not there to hold your hand. This I know. And 12-hour and days. Send your field-tested, hardened technical people.
Well, uh, Steve, what are some strategies to increase the reliability of slurry, underflow, and tailings pumps in severe duty conditions? Well, I'd mentioned that mining slurry is a technically challenging application for mechanical seals, but the final choices, surprisingly, can be narrowed down to just a few basic designs. And a few decisions then need to be made about what you prefer with regard to water usage, required equipment modifications, the complexity of needed support equipment, and yes, cost. So job one is to get a good understanding of the rheology of the slurry being pumped. And again, fine details on the slurry itself, very important to know, but for this section, let's boil it down to percentage solids by weight. So if your slurry concentration is under 15% solids by weight, you can probably use just a high duty single cartridge seal that will fit in a standard stopping box originally designed for packing. Now, the seal should be a rugged design with high duty wear face materials perhaps not a full-blown heavy-duty slurry seal. If properly applied, it also very likely will not require any external water. So good news there. And you just want to make sure it's something with protected springs, faces made from silicon carbide or tungsten carbide, and, and a non-clogging profile. But the good news is, as far as an extra support systems, there should be none required. Pump mods, probably just a sleeve replacement. And if you do it right and you use the right seal and you all work together, then you should be able to get away with, with no water requirements. Uh, then that brings us next to our medium to high solids concentration, which is the majority of your applications at a mine site or, or in a concentrator. And there are two sealing options that can be used to seal pumps being used on these applications, including your, like, again, your filter feed pumps and your, and your tailings trains, which, you know, are on the extreme ends. So option one would be a heavy duty single mechanical seal made specifically for slurry pumps. And for support system, usually a flush, meaning the water or the media being injected goes inside the pump or a quench line and quench meaning that it, the water usually is on just a small trickle on the outside of your seal to wipe away or wash away any media that builds up over time and so it doesn't get in and clog up your seal so pump modifications the packing style stopping box will likely have to go and it will be replaced with a seal adapter uh, and an open pump liner may be required, and an impeller with back pump out vanes would probably be preferred. So do we need water for these ones? Well, that, again, will depend on what the slurry concentration we're dealing with is. So if it's only 25 to 40% range solids by weight, probably just a small little quench on the outside, say one to two liters per minute is all that's required. Uh, if it's above 40% solids, you probably will need a full-time small quench on the outside 
for cooling and again to remove any residue that may come across your seal faces and build up over time. And then once you get to the heavy duty slurry above 50%, you likely will, if you're using a single mechanical seal, even if it's a high duty one, need some sort of just a small amount, nothing compared to what you're packing would use a flush injected into the seal area. So what are we talking there? Oh, six liters per minute or less, but probably four liters per minute or less is achievable. And you can also think on these applications and again, have the talk with the site and your seal vendor, but a grease quench may be an option. In some cases, this is even a viable replacement for water. And then the second option on these higher concentration slurries is not a single seal, but a, a high duty dual seal. So you have a choice between one or the other. And with your dual seals, your water reduction goes down, but your complication goes up a little bit. You need a little more space and you may need a support system. So it, it's a balance. So again, have the talk, decide which one suits your mind site better. So your dual seal would be two sets of seal faces running with pressurized water in between. And the seal gets its own artificial environment and does not need pumpage for lubrication. And the support system for these seals is typically a pressurized reservoir or API plan 53 for those of you who know your seal piping systems or plans. And these reservoirs or tanks or pots usually have a holding capacity of 10 to 20 liters or two and a half to five gallons, say. And there are several versions with a variety of accessories out there that you, you can pick from, again, depending on the instrumentation that the site prefers. Or you can even use the, the existing plant water system, which you, is probably there now for the packing and use this to pressurize your dual seal but you can you know crank down the flow way 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 less than you would for packing so say in one and a half liters per minute kind of range much less and there's another choice out there now for dual seals and, and one of the newest types of seal face technologies and, and it's called upstream pumping now, upstream pumping technology it's a special seal face design that allows us to create what amounts to a high pressure, low volume pump that moves a very small amount of liquid, like a quarter liter per minute, if even that, across the seal faces from a low pressure, say five PSI or maybe a bit higher, source in, into a higher pressure liquid up to 900 PSI. Uh, I've seen this used on a high pressure tailings application and it's really a sight to behold to see a freshly painted slurry pump so clean you could eat off running at 60 bar without a drip of water or slurry anywhere things that excite a seal engineer um, fresh water usage for any of these dual seals from zero to one and a half liters per minute typically which huge reductions when compared to pack pumps and with regard to what water source the mine will be using, this is very important to figure out and get ready for long before installation day. Again, things I've learned. For what we just talked about, goal one is to reduce water use, preferably to zero, but 
many times we do need, you know, at least a little to maximize seal reliability. So part of the seal application procedure is finding out what water, if any, is available and how reliable it is. Are, are we going to be using processed water, reclaimed water, raw water, filtered water, potable water? Are these dedicated flush water pumps or, or will we be, we be using a plant-wide water system that drops 20 PSI every time someone uses a hose? Or, or should we go with a standalone system supplied with the seal? Different designs and materials have different needs, but tell your seal manufacturer what you have and they will find a way to accommodate it if it's needed at all. And always keep the primary goals in the forefront. Improve reliability and decrease water and reduce energy. And remember, these are broad strokes. Make sure you get out your fine tooth comb before making a final choice. It's very important to consult and get input from seasoned individuals from the mine, the pump, OEM, and the seal vendor. Uh, that's a lot of great information on sealing solutions for improved reliability and environmental sustainability in mining operations. Steve Taylor of John Crane, thank you so much for your time and your expertise. Thank you very much, Drew. I, I really appreciate you having us. Thank you. Sure thing. And that will wrap up this edition of the Pumps and Systems podcast. Please go search and subscribe on any podcast platform such as Apple, Google, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher. Go to pumpsandsystems.com slash podcast as well. Want to thank Steve Taylor for his time. Want to thank our sponsor, John Crane. Visit them on the web, johncrane.com, J-O-H-N-C-R-A-N-E.com to learn more about their stealing technologies. That will wrap up this edition. Uh, please email me, the host, Drew Champlin, at D-C-H-A-M-P-L-I-N at kahabamedia.com, C-A-H-A-B-A-M-E-D-I-A.com. Until next time, thank you so much for listening. <laughs>